This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when church gets canceled. And we find new ways to connect. This is... This is... This is... Empty Pews. Hey, this is Callan Day coming to you from Highlands, North Carolina. And this is Bentley Manning. We are so glad to be back with you for this episode. We've missed you over these past two weeks. Yeah, we really missed you, but we trust that you had a great time with Kai and Leslie, who led our past two episodes. Uh, It was a big gift for them to be able to offer a podcast uh, to you all and to us. But I think this episode, we have a lot to talk about based off of their conversations. Yeah, we I, I have a number of comments to make. So well, what's nice, Kellen, is that now we have the microphone. Thank goodness. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Almost lost my mind trying to keep it intact. Lost a lot of time trying to get it all back. Let it all go now. It's off my back. Come on, yeah. Because it was getting me Ellen, it is certainly good to be back, and there's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I feel like we should just start by saying like what an awesome job Kai and Leslie did. You know, they've listened to a lot of podcasts. So they're, they're experts. They're in experts the area. in the area, so and you really saw that come out, shined through. Yes. Um, and we are we are indebted to them. We Gr- are indebted to them. Grateful. Yeah. And it really was uh, wonderful for our listeners to get to know them a bit better. Yeah, I think so. They're wonderful humans, so. It was fun. It was really fun. So now that we've said our thank yous, I mean, is there anything else that we want to say about the past two weeks? Well, I feel like I had a couple of observations. Um, one being that the women are in charge, right? We, we knew that before the podcast came out. Yeah, yeah, we did. We all knew that. But now the world knows it. So that's that's good. Right. Um, but also, number two, like, the women do all the work also. You know, we're the ones weeding in the garden. The men are supposedly being good company. Yeah, so, Kellen, you know, it's interesting <laughs> that you're kind of going down this road. Before we started, I thought that maybe we could be a team and kind of respond <laughs> to them as a team. But it sounds like what you're trying to do is put a wedge between... Uh, you and Leslie and Kai and myself. I don't think there's a wedge. I don't. I don't think that's not the appropriate um, description of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I just, so you I'm and, just noting. You and Leslie are married to slugs, <laughs> and we are grateful for you all. Um, and who knows where we would be without you? <laughs> the other thing that I think I'd love to explore a little bit were all these guests that they had. I did not expect that they'd have. Uh, my mom, your dad, our dear friends on the podcast, but it was a lot of fun. And it was so sweet. They've all been so sweet about the podcast. Yeah, really supportive. Um, like our best cheerleaders, for sure. Yeah, um, great to hear them. There was Joe Woodfin in particular is something I'd like to just kind of come back to. If you don't remember, Joe Woodfin um, preached at Kellen's ordination. He's a friend of ours, both of ours. Bentley preached at Joe's ordination. I preached at Joe's ordination. Joe kind of connected Bentley to me and the job process. So he's played a large role in sort of getting Kellen to Highlands and both of our lives. I like that you're now talking about yourself in the third person, <laughs> Kellen. He did do a lot to get Kellen into Highlands, and I, Bentley was grateful. Anyway, so Joseph uh, was on the podcast, and he... Um, 
talked about his experience of the pandemic and said that he's healthier than ever physically, that his prayer life has improved. He's loved all the time with his family. And yeah, ca- that kind of hooked you, didn't it? It totally hooked me because I'll just say, like, I feel like I understand Joseph pretty well. But when he said that, I thought, like, I'm exactly the opposite. Um, my <laughs> Do you want to narrate that? Yeah, my health is declining. My prayer life is struggling. And uh, life is a bit grayer than it's ever been. But I'm happy for Joe. Maybe you need to talk to Joe and see what his secrets are. I should call him and ask him to tell me what he's what he's doing to keep all that up. Yeah, I'm sure he could sort of give you a helping hand there. <laughs> All right, anything else we want to say about the past two weeks? Just that we have great parents, you know? Yeah, we do have great parents. <laughs> they should be acknowledged. Also the ones that weren't on the show, your dad, my mom. No, absolutely. That our parents were willing to get on a podcast and spend some time out of their day to talk about uh, what they love about the podcast and what they love about us as their children was... The sweetest. The sweetest. I know. Maybe the two of them should have a podcast. My mom, your dad. <laughs> have they ever even met? I don't think they've I met. I don't think they've met. But they could do it. They're certainly our biggest fans. And uh, maybe we not. We get texts like every episode <laughs> from both of them, which is so great. I look forward to it every week. Right. I think they're probably our biggest life fans, not just podcast fans. True. Um, so, uh, mom, thank you. Thank you, dad. Great to have you all on the podcast. Um, we did. I did miss kind of this the weekly process of making this podcast with you, Kellen. That was a loss these past two weeks. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, our rhythm of our week has kind of been built around making and producing this podcast, which does take time. And so while we had more space in our week, which was lovely, thanks, Leslie and Kai, um, it, it did sort of disorient me a little bit. I thought, oh. I miss thinking about the scripture text for the week. I miss sort of this space to uh, connect with you and be creative. Be creative, yeah. Yeah, when we first started this, a couple of people said, are you going to keep it up once we get through the pandemic? And this was probably at a time when we thought that we'd be in lockdown for two weeks and not months uh, and Bentley was like, no, we're not doing this. We're going to stop this as soon as the pandemic is over. But now it's hard to imagine that we would stop this because it has become such an integral part of our uh, our work week. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could maybe schedule it out a little differently, like once a month, once or twice a month. <laughs> but um, which is just to say we really like it and it's fun for us and uh, edifying, hopefully for you all. So before we turn to our next little portion of this podcast where we look at the gospel text, um, I just maybe want to like revisit how you and Kai are good company at the garden. You wanted to like really, you know, stop that conversation, Bentley. But I think it's worth lingering there um, for for just a moment um, that I think it's it's nice that y'all are good company. Um, on Saturday, I was at the garden and I pulled up and <laughs> Leslie is uh, pulling weeds and Bentley is laying on the ground, 
just next to the plot, just laying there for a period of time, not like for a few minutes, but just, just hanging out there. So, um, just want to confirm that you, you guys are really good company at the garden. Yeah, and, and to I w- thank you for that contribution. Absolutely, you're you're you are welcome. And I would just want to kind of maybe echo the words of Saint Paul, uh, who let us know that we all have different gifts used for the building up of the body, um, and that the the hand cannot say to the foot, "I have no need for you." And so grateful, so grateful that you all, in your diligence and persistence in taking care of the garden, have not looked at me, or you have not looked at Kai and said, "We have no need for you." I'm really grateful that you see that it takes all of us. I'm not commenting. All right, so that reflection, that last little reflection, before we move on too quickly, one other thing that I noticed that came up again and again with some of the guests is that they they seem to like it when we yell at each other on the podcast. Well, they are in luck because we do that a lot. Yeah, we can't. So, <laughs> <laughs> that will be a theme for all podcasts, I think. Because it's just a theme. It's just a thing. Yeah. All right, Kellen, I think it's probably time for us to turn to the gospel reading for this coming Sunday, which comes from the 14th chapter of Matthew. It's an iconic story. It's the story of Jesus walking on the water. Uh, So what we hear is that the boat, uh, which is holding the disciples, is out to sea, and it's it's being uh, tossed about by the waves. And Jesus comes to them. Uh, And the disciples are terrified, we're told, and they think it's a ghost. And in response, Jesus cries out to them and says, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And then we hear from Peter who says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so Jesus does, and Peter gets out of the boat and starts walking on water, uh, walking towards Jesus. Uh, But then he becomes frightened. And right when he becomes frightened, he begins to sink and cries out, Lord, save me, Uh, to which Jesus responds uh, by reaching out his hand and catching him and saying, Peter, you have little faith. Why do you doubt? And then when he gets Peter into the boat, the wind, we are told, ceases. And those in the boat worshiped Jesus, saying, truly, you are the Son of God.
All right, Kellen, I think you're up to preach again this week. You preached this past Sunday, and you're preaching again this Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, where are you at, Bentley? <laughs> <laughs> Kellen's going on vacation, and she thought it would be right to preach two Sundays in a row, and I was grateful uh, for her willingness to do so. But what are you what are you thinking about related to this uh, scripture passage from Matthew? Uh, well, my first response is, poor Peter. You know, he just <laughs> can't seem to get it right in the Gospels. Um, I also think that this story has been, like, overly moralized time and time again, right? Where it's like, don't be like Peter. Don't be afraid and start sinking. Um, and to me, that's not really the heart of the passage. I mean, I'm sure there's a lesson to be learned there. Jesus does tell us to not be afraid. Um but I think I'm, I'm more interested in the power of Jesus and the recognition of him as the son of God um, by sort of controlling the tempestuous seas, um, sort of the watery chaos. I was just looking back at the reading. I think you're, I think you're spot on, Kellen. There is, and almost there's a bit of irony to it that we would turn this passage and focus on Peter <laughs> when the whole thing is is geared to kind of get our eyes fixed on Jesus. Um, that's the point, isn't it? That that we're meant to kind of keep our eyes on Jesus because Jesus is the source of life, of power, of authority, uh, such that we would worship him. Um, but what's interesting in this reading is not Peter's faith or lack of faith, first and foremost, what's interesting, Callan, back to your point, is uh, the person of Jesus and the power of God at work within him and through him. Yeah, I think about the sort of threefold commands that Jesus gave them, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. It feels like the first and the third depend on that middle one, right? Like, it is I, like, that's why you can take heart. That's why you don't have to be afraid. Um, I'm also mindful, though, I don't think this is maybe what the gospel writer intended, um, is, you know, the church's traditional metaphor for the church, right, is the ark, is a boat. Um, And I think there's maybe a lovely way to read this story sort of allegorically, metaphorically, with the church um, being the boat, holding its people um, on this rocky sea, um, I don't know, Bentley, you like allegorical readings of text, so maybe you could help me out here. I do, and I, I, I love allegorical readings of the text. I think we have permission to be a bit more creative with Scripture than sometimes we are inclined to be. Um, and if, if that is uh, a, an appropriate way to read this gospel, uh, I can't help but think about the current climate that we are in uh, and how it very much feels like a storm in almost every respect, and how important it is in the midst of a storm uh, to trust in Christ, to be the source of life and grace and hope, um, and to find comfort, solace, and rest in the ark, in the church, in the Christian community, in the midst of uh, what can be, what is, a very difficult time. Here's a prayer for quiet confidence from our prayer book. 
O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, and quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. By the might of your Spirit, lift us, we pray you, to your presence, where we may be still and know that you are God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So happy to be back with you all on the podcast. We sure did miss you. Thanks for tuning in to episode 20. I think that's right, Kellen. You keep track. If it's 20, it's 20. Hooray for 20. I don't know if it is. Well, we'll say it anyway. Oh my goodness. Episode 20. We love being with you all. And as always, we love you. We miss you. God's peace. <laughs>